Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. This was a really tough podcast to get going, and I'm doing it late in the day. It is March 30th, and I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm having a tough week emotionally. How about you guys? And it's funny because I... I struggle with this. I've dealt with adult depression most of my uh, life and I've learned ways to counteract it. And it was interesting, you know, last week my podcast was on, you can't think yourself to happiness, which my coach and I immediately got got into a disagreement with this morning during my coaching call. But when I explained to him my reasoning behind it, he went, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. In the fact that, you know, we can spiral with, with our thoughts, we can overthink. And again, if we're upset about something, we usually make the assumption that what we're thinking is accurate. So one of the little things I have to always, you know, do in my habits of breaking the cycle is one, to accept that this will pass, to feel it, but don't live in it for any length of time, and to question what else might there be and what else is real in this situation. Is this just my ego, my perception? Do I have all the information? That sort of thing. Well, after speaking with him and also my girlfriend, and a couple of girlfriends and, uh, and other colleagues... I'm not the only one going through this. Sometimes it can be very difficult if you do not believe in energy. Now, if you believe in energy, this concept's going to be easier for you. If you do not, this is going to seem a little woo-woo to you. But I firmly believe that we are energetic beings having a physical experience, okay? And if all things are energy, which they have now, science is backing this up now, and they realize, oh my goodness, there's not dead empty space in our cells, there's energy in between the bits of matter. And that in some aspects, we may discover years down the road that even the matter is just energy that's kind of combined together. Now, here's an example, if you're you're kind of all of a sudden your head's exploding. I do an ionic foot bath three times a week. I, until COVID hit, had a small treatment room in my, in my home and I sell them retail. To me, they're the best $800 anybody should be spending on their cellular health. Because I believe if you've got, if you're detoxed well and you have healthy cells, you're going to better be able to absorb the good things you're doing for yourself, supplementation, that sort of thing, and good food. Okay. But I always start with sort of the beginning, clean out the drain. When you're having a foot bath and there is a small electrical charge running through the water, a little bit like a battery, not the stuff coming out of the wall, it's pulling toxins from your body and they're microscopic. But because there's that little bit of a charge, they start what we call glomming together. That's a very English term. They start adhering to each other until they get big enough that you can see them in the water and you're like, oh, what is that? And depending on the color and the consistency, we've kind of been taught what's sort of cleaning from the body. Now, since I suffer hugely from arthritis and inflammation and my fibromyalgia, that's what tends to be in my foot bath a lot is that's orange, slimy stuff. It sticks all to your ankles and it discolors the foot bath that bin that, you know, I'm using. Energy and the matter in our bodies could be very similar. 
I can't see the energy running through the water, but I can see the gloms, the bits of goo. If our cells are similar to that, where the energy in the dead space is invisible, and the stuff that we can see, I've been able to see under microscopes for 100 years now, is the parts of the energy that are adhered together that are creating a material substance, then to me, that would kind of make sense across the board that one can relate to the other explanation. Okay? You can't see the air, but you know it's there. The oxygen's in it. We're breathing it, but you can't see it with the naked eye. Okay? So one of the things that happened today with having my conversation with my coach, and before that, though, my girlfriend, Birta, I'm giving her 100% of the credit on this. I'm having just had a little bit of an issue with some family drama again and, you know, just trying to stand back, let it go. But it still affects me. It just, if what happens still affects me and I just have to like stand in it and let it wash through. Don't hang on to any of it. Learn from it. Let it go. Be aware. And one of the things Birta said just as she was closing off a Marco Polo to me, and if you don't know what Marco Polo is and you live in North America, best grown-up app for men and women ever for uh, messaging back and forth where you can see people's faces, see their expressions, hear their tone. We love it. It's like a a one-way walkie-talkie where someone leaves a message, you listen to it when you can, and the other person responds. Love Marco Polo. Anyway, she's leaving me this message, and as she ended it, she says, we just have to... Be strong in the fact that know that our choices are stronger than our programming. Isn't that a great expression? We have choice. We need to choose. And we have to choose and make a choice that is stronger than our programming or conditioning. And that is so true because in case you didn't realize, you are reacting. Most of us react to the world around us very unconsciously. We are raised a certain way with someone else's belief systems. We are perfectly accept, um, capable of accepting them or rejecting them as we get older. But that doesn't change that whoever raised you instilled in you their programming. That is just how it works. Very few people are given a lot of choice about these types of things as they're raised. And even those that are, you're still, as a child, and your subconscious and your ego are still going to for the most part, remember, there's no 100% about anything. We're going to recognize that the people around us and that we love and respect and that we're trying to emulate, behave a certain way and think a certain way, we're going to lean in that direction. If you were lucky enough to have someone that said, hey, critical thinking, get all the facts, question everything. For the most part, like I did being raised in a very Christian home, I accepted how I was raised as truth. And I adopted it for myself until such time as I questioned it. Okay? So nowadays in this world that we are living in, our programming, I don't even think we've been so so aware of how programmed we have been over so many years. How we are expected to behave a certain way and think a certain way in one country and completely different in another. I mean, you have to ask yourself, how can one country, like in a communist country, the people revere and fear and follow all the rules that their leader puts out to them. They don't have physical uh, freedom and liberties, things like that, that we do in, in North America. But in North America, we have in other industrialized nations that have democratic societies, we have our own set of acceptances and conditioning and programming that we think is acceptable because we've accepted it for ourselves. Well, that just has totally blown, been blown out of the water with this whole Corona-19 mess. The SARS virus that was released on the world 
whether it was intentional or not, is not the issue. The SARS virus got loose. It is out. And although in a lot of people believe it's just another flu virus, and I am one of those to a certain extent, it still has slightly worse consequences for certain types of people than a regular flu virus. But flu viruses have been around for a long, long time. They've been killing people for a long, long time. And if you have a lot of comorbidity or are older or have a weakened immune system, you're going to be more affected than other people. Okay, that's just a medical fact. So the question is, what have we been conditioned and programmed to accept? Well, being my age, I expect liberties, democracy, that sort of thing. But the younger generation, I've really started to notice, uh, are having a little bit of an issue with that because life has been pretty easy and they haven't had a generation before them or even two before them that had to fight in a war. And it hasn't been made clear and lived in technicolor in their homes of what it took to gain the liberties they have right now. So when we talk about programming, it's not necessarily a bad thing unless you start struggling with it like I have been this past week. Depression can manifest itself in many ways and it can be caused by many things, not just a chemical imbalance in the brain. We can bring this, excuse me, on to ourselves as well. A little bit like thinking our way into it. Or we can be always being exposing ourselves to a belief structure that we don't buy into subconsciously, but that we are obeying or buying into consciously. And therefore, we've got disconnect in our own spirit, not realizing that we actually are creating a dichotomy in our own bodies and souls. And that actually doesn't have harmony in it. And that can cause mental illness and depression. We can bring these things onto ourselves by not recognizing or being aware of the programming conditioning because we're constantly fighting an internal battle. Now, to simplify that, remember the old adage, you know, you've got a wolf on each shoulder, a good and a bad. And I really strongly recommend that we try and get away from the evil and not evil. I, I know my Facebook page posts a lot about the fact that, about that because it's language I understand. But what if those things weren't real? What if they were just choices? Just something to think about. But you've got a wolf on each shoulder. You know which one wins? The one you feed. So if you are always feeding yourself TV and fear and putting the idiot box on, but your spirit could be going, hmm, yeah, I'm not okay with this and I'm questioning it. But, it's, but the subconscious is constantly and the conscious is constantly being bombarded by information that doesn't align, you are going to struggle probably mentally and physically. I can pretty much guarantee that. So awareness, as the, although it's, it's grossly uncomfortable, take my word for it. Awareness that we have choice and awareness that in every moment of every day, we have the, choose to, ch ch the, the choice to choose differently and not fall back on programming that we have been fed our entire lives is work. And part of what was really getting me down this past week is I just wanted to give up. I didn't want to fight anymore. And it's, I don't like to use the word fight because be aware. That's a better word. I didn't even want to be aware. I just, ignorance is bliss. It's not. But when you're, you know, in pain and you're struggling, and I mean, for me, it's physical pain, of course, with my hips. I've had a bad couple of days with them. And I get on social media, which 
I literally almost, like I say, closed down all my accounts yesterday and this morning. I just thought I better talk to two people, sound this off to them. And uh, they made a, made a very valid point, one that I have preached many times. If you don't like it, turn it off. Okay, there's a really offensive uh, comedian out there. I can't remember his name. It's left my brain. But he was getting a lot of flack a year or two ago. And he's like, hey, you went to my channel to watch this. If you don't like it, don't watch me. It's really not rocket science. And he's not wrong. But we want to behave one way and then feel a different way and then blame a third way. That's not how growth works. (laughs) I'm cognitively aware of this. But sometimes... Even I get off on my little spirals down the drain. And I don't want to fight with people. And when I hear people's fear and buying into so many of the lies that are being perpetrated out on the media right now and accepting the censorship on social media, there's a part of me that just wants to throw in the towel, burn it all down and and get off these platforms, like have a, a personal protest. I canceled my Twitter account the other day because I, I, don't, I don't hardly ever use it. And I just thought that's one platform I can let go. And it's not going to affect me or my life or my business at all. There's a part of me that wants to be righteous that says, if I don't agree with these things, quit supporting them. Well, you know, there's two, two sides to that. One, as the comedian said, I can just not turn it on. Like I have cable vision coming into my house. I do not watch the news. I do not watch the lies, the fear-based Uh, lack of two sides of science, the no debate, the no conversation news that is paid for by governments that are trying to do an agenda that has nothing to do with the benefit of, of citizens. I can choose not to watch it. Social media is no different. But here I was, like I said, wanting to be righteous and burn the place down when all I need to do is just don't engage. So that is something I'm going to have to really look at because I struggle. It, it's, I'm no different than anyone else, guys. I teach these good habits, but you can still get into the spiral of you open Facebook to wish every, you know, everyone that day a happy birthday and then you start scrolling and then, and then one thing leads to another. Then you get onto an article and then you start reading the comments. And I literally just wanted to put a bullet in my head the other day. It was like, this is appalling the way people think in my head. But that's only my opinion. Everyone has a right to their opinion. I do not have to go immerse myself in that energy. So one of the things I was thinking is, well, am I in that energy by just being on these platforms? Or can I be on the platform and not engage in that energy? Because I don't want to be cut off from the world. I just don't want the negativity to impact me as much as it has been. So when Berta said that today, And that comment about the programming, I thought, choice. We all have a choice, guys. Every day, in every situation. And that is something I really need to focus on. So, yes, I'm still hoping to launch the YouTube channel with the live video. But quite honestly, that and a few other things have been stressing me out. And I had some legal and and professional things that had to be dealt with in our lives. And it was kind of sucking up time. And then, you know, I take the dog for a walk in the afternoon and now my hips hurt and I don't want to be at the computer anymore. (laughs) They're all choices. I enjoy this podcast. I enjoy conversing with all of you. And I'm going to ask a favor. I don't ask this very, I don't do enough of this actually. I don't promote myself. Please, if you're a regular listener, and I know I've got a lot of you out there because I see you signing up all the time. I, I get the email notifications. 
please rate the show and leave a review so that other people can find me. If what you feel I give you helps, help me so that you, so that I can help others. I really appreciate that. And those of you that do reach out, I love hearing from you. Please know that. I love hearing from you. Yes, sometimes I'm a little slow in responding because all the platforms can get a little overwhelming with messages. And I sometimes, I found out, I was waiting for a guest to get back to me the other day and I finally got back to him and he's like, Shell, you never sent me the email. I'm like, I, I had a whole day of that. Nope. I went back and checked all my sent and sure enough, the first three interviews of guests I sent the stuff off to and I didn't send them to Ryan. Oh my. <laughs> so you have to be careful, you know, as well, what you believe about your own actions. We have to be careful about everything that we choose to believe. Now here's the situation. And, you know, again, you got to choose. People have the right to make their own choice. That's why I'm against mandatory vaccines because someone else's fear is taking away my choice. But my mom got vaccinated yesterday. And it was perfect timing because I was going away for a couple of weeks and wouldn't see her because I don't want to be around vaccinated people. I believe in the science that shows that vaccinated people shed cells six times more than a non-vaccinated person. So if they catch COVID or they have the SARS virus inside of them or there's some of live virus in the vaccine, which all of these, you know, things have been out there and, you know, what's truly true? I don't know. I don't own my own lab and I can't go do the research. But this is what I believe, better safe than sorry. I will not be around people that are vaccinated. So I just needed to stay away from my mom for a few days. I don't know why my mom got a vaccine. My sister and I, we're pretty much on the same page with the whole COVID attitude. But when I asked my mom, because in the end, I had to take her to the lawyers today. At very last minute, my sister phoned up, gave me 20 minutes notice, says I can't take her. It's a conflict of interest because it involves my sister. And I'm thinking, yeah, you guys didn't have this planned out in advance. But again, I ha these are things, these are the lessons. Let it go, Shelly. Just go do what needs to get done. I asked mom, why did you get the vaccine? Like you asked me about it every Friday, but my mom's losing her memory, remember? And I tell you, you don't need it, mom. You're not ever going to travel again and because of her dementia. And uh, you don't see anybody. So why would you get the vaccine and risk any side effects when you don't need it? And she's not a flu vaccine, never got the flu shot anyways. And so what's her response is? I was watching the news and it's recommended for people my age. At first she said, we have to. And I bit my tongue and let her just keep talking till she fessed up that it was recommended by on the news. Well, of course it was. Didn't mean she had to get it, but it's her choice. And I have to respect that and let it go. She had to respect my choice that if you're sitting in the car with me, put a mask on because she's part of my bubble because we are her caregivers. But you are now freshly vaccinated in a closed-in space with me. Please put your mask on for the 15 minutes to the lawyer's office and home. And now I won't see you for a couple of weeks. Because there's still the issue of viral load. I would have to be exposed multiple times and have a weak immune system. Like there's a whole lot to the SARS virus developing into COVID-19. That's why I, I really struggle with the news and the peddling of the new cases. There's not that many new cases of COVID-19. The testing is showing there are people with the SARS virus in their system. Well, a lot of us have cancer cells in our body. It doesn't mean we're going to get cancer. So I encourage you to please recognize that you have a choice. Understand, even if you choose to not be programmed, that's not a choice as a grown adult you get to make about your youth that really, that ship has sailed. You, we were all programmed to a certain 
extent. The question is to step back and not allow the programming to continue if you have chosen to think or do differently. These are awful times out there right now, but there's a lot of things to be joyful about. I have good friends, really grateful we went out for dinner as a group two weeks ago because now all the restaurants are closed in my province again, ski hills are closed, all the gyms. So everything that can keep you healthy, uh, exercise, is, is now closed again. I don't have to agree with these lockdowns. I don't have to agree with the people that live in fear. I just have to understand that I have a choice to live in happiness and light and hope that the truth, whatever that may be, comes out in the end. And I have real faith that it will. There's a government plan to keep this world locked down to 2023. And I think it's going to take that long for people to wake up because I, my prediction is people will all get the vaccine. Governments will still mandate lockdowns and masks for a different reason, another variant, this, that, or the next thing faulty testing, I think at some point people will finally say, hey, no, we have done everything you have asked and you're still keeping us prisoners in our home. We're done. But you know what? It's just like the frog in the hot water. Until the water gets hot enough, we're not jumping out. That is human nature. It's not a pat cliche. That is an actual scientific fact that you can put a frog in cold water and boil it to death. It will not move. You can tie a baby elephant to a stake and when it's ton, it's huge and it weighs tons and could easily pull that stake out of the ground, it won't. So these are all things that you have choices about. Things that you can decide what is in your programming. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.